Welcome back to the podcast. There are good things here. Today is Thursday, January 25th, 2024, and this is the eighth anniversary of Katie's passing. Um, I wanted to just share a few brief things with you in today's podcast. I'm not going to be reading from Katie's journal, uh, but just sharing some of my own thoughts on this anniversary. One has to do with um, what it's been like to read through Katie's journals and to read them to you. And I want to do that by way of um, some thoughts from Dallas Willard in his book on hearing God. He's talking about what it means for us to listen to the voice of God. But in doing so, he talks about what it is like for us to distinguish one human voice from another. And he says that when we when we listen to another person speaking, there are three qualities that distinguish one person from another. One of those is the sound of their voice, the quality of their voice, you might say, the style in which they speak. Uh, it's one way that you can tell who is speaking with you, and that is the timbre of their voice, uh, the way they modulate their sounds, whether they speak slow or fast, things like that. He then says that there's a spirit to a person's voice. And um, I mean that, that may sound a little mystical, but I think by that uh, he just means is what's the depth of what they're saying. Um, and of course, that changes over time. Uh, they may be speaking confidently or they may be speaking coldly. Um, but the spirit of their voice. And then finally, there is the content of their voice, what they say to us. And um, I think that one of the challenges for me over the course of this podcast is that um, after Katie's passing on January 25th of 2016, um, What remained of her words was just the content. Um, it is a great loss not to be able to hear um, a loved one speak to you in the quality and the spirit of their voice that you've grown accustomed to. Uh, I think it's been very important for me, and I know it has been for some others of you who have communicated with me, to be able to um, hear Katie's thoughts, as it were, from her journals and to hear me uh, read some of them, I think has been helpful. But it is also, I know for many of you, as it is for me, a reminder of the loss that um, you have lived through. Um, because, well, you only get my voice and not hers. Um, and I think that uh, today it is, for me, been a reminder that a lot of what Jesus intends for us in this life is to live with losses and to walk through those with him. 
I think of how he said to his own disciples that um, who had left through their own willing surrender or lost through no choice of their own, perhaps even through rejection, their own houses and lands and families. And Jesus promised them that in this life and in the next, that they would experience blessing uh, through those losses. But they were real losses. And that is, I think, in many ways, the life that he intends for us to live is to walk with him through uh, deep valleys of loss and to, um, in this case, as I'm describing to you, to know what it's like to be left with the words, the deep reflections um, that Katie left behind in her journals, uh, but not to be able to hear in her voice any longer the counsel that she would give. And um, it is for us, uh, all of you who have been on this journey, or at least those of you who knew her, uh, this has been what the Lord has asked of us during this time. And for me, it's been helpful to sort of walk this part of the journey with many of you who have um, been able to listen and learn from Katie, continue to deepen in your own uh, reflection and walk with the Lord. As I read Katie's journals after she passed and before this podcast started, I noticed that she would often quote from uh, devotionals that she was reading. Um, You'll hear me or hear her, I guess, uh, in her journals, quote from Jesus Calling or My Utmost for His Highest or Streams in the Desert. I believe it was in Streams in the Desert. She uh, had a quotation in one of her journals. I cannot remember if I've read it on this podcast or not. Um, But it was an anonymous quotation, and I did a little digging on the interweb and discovered that it was by a a writer, a contemporary uh, pastor, actually, of Charles Spurgeon, who fellow by the name of Octavius Winslow. And I went through, and all of his writings now are public domain, um, and I read some of his stuff and really admired him. Uh, he's one of the few people that I've ever read who use, uses a phrase that I've often used in my own teaching that we should we should live experimentally or we should run experiments in our spiritual transformation. We should try some things to see if they help us. Uh, to grow into the kinds of people that Jesus wants us to be. And anyway, um, I've I've admired Octavius Winslow and some of his writing. Um, and this year, I decided that I would pick up a devotional uh, that he wrote. I don't know if he's the compiler of it or if someone else did this after his passing. Not sure. Uh, all of the writing is his. And Uh, I want to read to you something from his uh, Morning Thoughts devotional. This is actually his entry from January 23rd, but uh, it struck me as being so profound and for me uh, a very helpful preparation for meeting this day. Here's Octavius Winslow from Morning Thoughts on January 23rd, quoting from Philippians, Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death, Philippians 1.20. And he writes, You shall not lack a Christ when you most need him. 
he he who has been with you all your earthly pilgrimage will be with you in its last step. The shepherd who has guided you through the wilderness will not leave you when just emerging from it into the promised land. The pilot who has conducted you across the stormy main will not resign the government just as the vessel enters the haven of rest. The captain who has conquered for and conquered in you will not leave you when on the eve of the final conflict and the certain victory. Oh no, Jesus will be with you to the last. Do not be painfully anxious about a dying hour. Let all your solicitude be how you may best glorify him in your life. He will glorify himself in your death. All grace, all strength, all glory is laid up for you against that moment. And when it comes, and not until then, will Jesus unlock the treasury and bring it forth. But oh, to live in him, to be able to say to me, to live is Christ. Strive for this. Whatever opposes it, take it to his grace. Lay it beneath, yes, fasten it to his cross. Oh, let Christ be everything to you in life, and then he will be everything to you in death. One of the most frequent things um, Christy and I hear people say to us when they learn that our spouses, our first spouses passed away, or that Lauren passed away, uh, our daughter, is they just express their condolence. They say, I'm sorry. So often people will say, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, and, you know, knowing how to respond to that is not always easy. Um, but one of the things that I have been thinking about recently is that, of course, uh, our religion, our faith, Christianity, Jesus himself uh, prepares us for death. The scriptures themselves help us to understand why death has entered the human experience. But more importantly, Jesus believed and taught that we would go on living forever. That that's the most important thing. is not that he can prepare us to die, but that he can prepare us to live eternally. And death will be a moment of our experience. It was for Katie eight years ago. But Katie went on living in the presence of Jesus. All of us are going to go on living forever, and there's nothing that we can do about that. The only thing that we get to influence is where and with whom we will live forever. Because of Katie's deep trust in Jesus as her Lord. She is living in his presence now and will be forever along with all of those who have entrusted their lives to him. Each one of us will go on living forever. That's the blessed promise that Jesus made us. Do you trust in him?
Well, I guess that's all for today. Thank you for joining me for this episode of There Are Good Things Here. And I want you to know that there are more to come. I stopped recording a podcast uh, several months ago, but I'm committed to finishing Katie's journal from the year 2013. And so I'll look forward to joining you again next week for the next episode of There Are Good Things Here.